Every one of us could probably tell the Christmas story. We know it so well. A young virgin named Mary conceives a child by the Holy Spirit. She and her betrothed, Joseph, travel to Bethlehem by the order of the emperor. There, Mary gives birth in a stable because there is no room in the inn. Heavenly lights flood the earth. Angels announce the good news. Shepherds leave the fields and their flocks to come and see the newborn baby. Everyone is praising God. For many of us, that is the Christmas story. It ends with the birth of the baby. That is, however, only part of the story. The story continues when the angels stop singing and go back into heaven, and the shepherds return to the fields. At some point, Mary and Joseph will gather their things, pick up Jesus, and travel home to Nazareth. As the story continues, after three or four beats, everything looks pretty much as it did before the birth. The manger is again empty, the night sky is again dark and silent, and the shepherds are again living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks. That is not the end of Christmas. It is rather the beginning. Christmas really begins when we stop reminiscing about the story and allow our lives to become the story. In a couple of days or maybe a week or so from now, the small clusters of families and friends who had come together ever so carefully will don their masks and return to their own homes. The leftovers will be thrown out, the decorations will be taken down, bills will be coming in, the kids will be back in school and parents back at work. Like the shepherds, we will return to the fields and flocks of our lives, to the routine of daily life. Everything will look pretty much like it did before the birth. But looks can be deceiving. If we truly live into the Christmas story, things are not the same. Everything, each of us, is irrevocably changed. Changed by the unthinkable events of that night and their limitless implications for all of us. Who would have ever guessed that God would become human with flesh, blood, skin, and hair? A body just like ours. Who could have imagined that a young virgin would give God human life? Who would have thought that our Savior, the Messiah, the Lord, the one for whom we have waited, would come among us as a baby? We need to hear and trust that other part of the story. It tells us that the miracle of Christmas is not only in the virgin birth, the heavenly light, the angelic appearances, or the songs of heavenly host. The miracle of Christmas is also in us. The invisible God is now seen in a human face. The eternal word is now spoken by a human tongue. Sacred touch is now given by human hands. Yours is the face. Yours is the tongue. Yours are the hands. 
The glorious exchange of gifts has been completed in the birth of Jesus. God has given us divinity and has received from us the only gift we have to offer, our humanity. All of this happens, Luke tells us, in the most ordinary of places and circumstances. It happens even as a government mandates a census and taxation. It happens in the midst of travel crowds and overbooked motels. It happens in the darkness and fear of an unknown future. It happens with the birth of a baby. It happens while working the night shift. Jesus' birth did not take the shepherds out of the field or away from the sheep for good. Before Jesus was born, they were shepherds living in the fields, keeping their watch over their flocks by night. And after Jesus was born, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping their watch over their flocks by night. Jesus' birth does not allow us to escape the reality of our life and world. It is just the opposite. Jesus is born into the circumstances of our life and our world. There is no place you go or circumstance you encounter in which Jesus is not being born. Look at your life. What do you see? Name the reality, whatever it may be, because that is the place in which Jesus is being born a place where God's divinity meets your humanity. He is born in the joy, celebrations, and thanksgivings of your life. He is born in the sorrows, losses, and griefs of your life. He is born in times of hope and fear, in the midst of peace and pandemic. He is born in your words and in your silences. He is born in your successes and accomplishments as well as in your failures and disappointments. He is born of heavenly transcendence as well as earthly imminence. The salvation of God's presence, love, and healing fills every aspect of your life. So take heart. Let the angels depart and the shepherds return to the fields. Let the sky become dark and silent. Let the Holy Family go home. And as they do, let Christmas become real. Receive the gift of Jesus' birth into your own life. For that is, as the angel proclaims, good news of great joy for all people. Amen.